Welcome to the True Creator Podcast. I'm Allison Holly, intuitive guide, channel, and sacred sexuality coach. I'm also the author of the book, The Era of the True Creator. Each week, and with each new episode, I'll be sharing what it means to be a true creator, exploring the full spectrum of our multidimensional selves through a variety of topics, from the very human to the highly cosmic. If you are awakening and expanding into your multidimensional self, this is your place. Hello, true creators, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you a private channeling session that occurred between me and a couple of my friends. In this session, we were just going through different questions that we had for ourselves personally. And what ended up happening was this powerful stream of consciousness started coming through and delivered really interesting information. Um, The first section of information was really about astrology, about the planets, about how everything is dancing together. And I'll be sharing more from this particular channeling in subsequent podcast episodes because there's so much more. It ended up being about an hour and a half uh, that we were all sitting in this space together and just insight after insight was coming through. So I'm very excited to share this with you and I hope you enjoy. I'm feeling to ask about this upcoming equinox, the spring equinox, and mm-hmm. how these energies, are, what these energies are bringing, um, specifically, I guess, us. It's interesting. It's a... Uh... It's sort of just another day, you know? Um, and in a lot of ways, we place the meaning on it. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, this is important for the rest of what we're going to be channeling about. We place the meaning on it. And therefore, it has meaning. And it has a strong meaning. We. Uh, have decided this is a juncture point. Humans exist in a time-space reality because we want to experience, we want to experience limitation. We want to experience not having something and watching it unfold. It's a really powerful, exciting experience to feel limitation and lack and then to watch something occur and to recognize that we now have it. Uh, That's the creation process. You know, in, in higher frequency realms, the creation process is, it, it almost doesn't exist because everything is, right? So we get to create. And it's actually through that not having that we get to have. It's by creating a limitation for ourselves that we get to experience the fulfillment of that limitation. Ooh, this is exciting pointing us to where we're, we're going in this session. Mm. That's cool. And so we've created meaning 
and now there is meaning. Now it exists, right? So it's not that we continuously need to create it. Oh my God, this is answering everything already. (laughs) It's not that we need to continuously keep putting meaning on it. It exists. We have done it. We have created meaning around this and now it has happened. Because time exists, all bodies, all energetic bodies, all all creations that are playing within this time-space reality are components of timing. So, Emily, you'll love this, astrology, right? It's all cooperative components of this game of time and space reality that we're playing in. They're playing in it too, all of the heavenly bodies. Uh, the cosmic bodies. It's all dancing within this time. Now, we exist on multiple layers of time, right? So what we're learning to do now is to go up in the layers of time so that we can have quantum time, so that we can collapse this idea of needing to wait. We're playing with the collapsing of needing to wait. It's one of the games that we are collectively learning and experiencing right now through law of attraction and, you know, manifestation and things like that, we're starting to move up in frequency to the realms where we don't have to plot on a linear timeline. We can now leap around. This is where we start to get confused because we think if we uh, can leap around, then we can create everything we want and there's no limitation. And we start to get a little confounded by that. And so we get a little muddled. It's interesting because what we're all experiencing right now is the muddled feeling of not having lack, which is funny because we seem to feel like we have lack right now. So we're, we're creating more tension in that for ourselves to prove a point. And we have these physical bodies because they help us Being grounded means being in this reality, this layer of reality. And so that's why the physical sense of self moves the slowest because it's helping us stay within this timeline, this this, uh, creation of physicality. Meanwhile, our consciousness is able to expand beyond physicality where everything is now. We're not quite in the place where everything is now, but we can touch it. But we, but we anchor ourselves into this physicality in order to have all experiences, right? We're still physical. That means we're still grounded in the layer of reality where things unfold, just like the seasons. That's why as we start to play with these different layers of reality, tuning in to the seasons, which brings us right back to the, the spring equinox, tuning into the seasons helps us pace our creations with the timing that is implicit in the physical realms. And this is all coming together now. I can see it. So we are, we create these juncture points within the physical reality where we allow ourselves to essentially quantum leap because we want to play in all realms. We want to have this physical experience, but we also want to have the experience that's beyond the physical, where we know that we can be all places at once and have anything we want. We still want to want. We still want that little bit of separation because it is part of this human experience right now. 
we like to play with it. And so we set up these juncture points like uh, solstice, equinox, uh, 1111. We set these up and there are more and more, you know, we can look at the calendar and say, oh, it's another magical day because it's 2222 or 333. We have so many of these juncture points where we apply like collective consciousness to it so that we can use those as portals to leap. We're creating more and more and more by putting collective consciousness into it, which opens up or solidifies is probably the the closest word. It solidifies that portal so that we can quantum leap more and more. And it's beyond quantum leaping now. It's just all is here and now. But we need these time-space junctures because otherwise we wouldn't feel like we were playing the game. So Mm -hmm. we have this juncture. It's really powerful because it's deeply embedded in the collective spring equinox. And the more that we embed it in the collective, the more that it acts upon us, but nothing's ever really acting upon us. It's just, we play that game, right? Because it's collectively coalescing. It's collectively coalescing with the planets and with collective intention and things like that. So there's a lot of energy around this particular one. Now we are starting to think that, oh, it's this spring equinox that's bringing us something, but guess what? It's going to be every full moon. It's going to be every equinox. It's going to be every solstice because we are all collectively tuning in to desire more portals. Mm, we're, just cool. creating, we're just creating more portals until we can be quantum leaping constantly until we're comfortable in that frequency where we're like, okay, now I want a portal and we move through it. We're helping each other out. The planets are helping us out and saying, look, look, it's, we can do it right now. Well, we can always do it, but we're putting collective pressure on certain days to add to uh, the, the, you know, the focus, the collective focus allows it to really be more true. We, we're collectively creating because the more that we collectively think about something, the more that we anchor it into denser and denser realities. Mm. Wow. Yeah, that was a powerful transmission. Exciting. <laughs> and now I can see why, Emily, you needed to be here because this is the realm that you're really opening up and playing in. Mm-hmm. And knowing this about it keeps us playing in it while not viewing it as a limitation, right? So allowing allowing astrology to be something that opens us up to the collective magic that we can create where we have planetary influences that are assisting us because of the collective consciousness around and those planetary bodies have their own consciousness that's playing into right so the energy of saturn is uh its frequency its purpose is to hold this specific frequency And it's going to manifest that frequency because it is the creator of that frequency. So when it comes into a specific alignment, it assists the collective in manifesting specific things that are in tune and harmony with that frequency. So everything's dancing together. It's not a limitation. It's something that's uh, playing. We're all playing together. Yeah, these planetary bodies, they, they have their own soul mission, you know? 
And it is to hold a frequency. It's just like the rest of us. Our life purpose is to be a frequency. It's to be a frequency in its purity. And so these planets hold a specific frequency. And when they are in alignment in specific, you know, we could call it like mathematical equations, when they're in specific alignments, certain frequencies within their collective frequency are amplified. And and then we get to play in those frequencies as well. So this is how we harmonize with the all that is while in a time-space reality. We tune into these planets and we say, mm, you know, what? how can I stand in alignment with this ray of light? How can I stand in alignment with this frequency that is, uh, you know, divinely orchestrating itself right in this moment? That's how we become co-creators with these beautiful planets that are their, their life purpose, we could call it, is to hold this specific frequency. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, our individual charts, we have agreed to have, uh, to carry uh, alignment frequencies with these planets based on the time and location that we're born in. And there are many different types of astrology, and I don't personally know much about that. But what I'm getting right now is whatever personal astrological charting you most resonate with is the one for you. It's the realm that you decided to play in. It's the one that's going to work for you. Oh, cool. I feel as big as the planets like I'm having one of those like my size is not a real thing moments where I feel Mm. big and I'm just like just like communing with so much love with all of these planets that are dancing around earth and earth as it's dancing too and just this the beauty of all of it and then you know the wind is blowing outside here and the wind on planet earth in this specific location and how everything is dancing it's so cool. Mm-hmm. I just have so much gratitude for the way it's all dancing together. Wow. So, so it's so lighting my heart up right now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and I'm now I'm going micro and I'm learning how the human body can dance with all of this, how the human body can be healthy. It's about aligning essentially the planetary bodies within our body, right? How does the blood dance? How does it all work in communion? And how can we, through our presence, best align and support all of the dancing that's occurring within the microcosm of our unique physical bodies? And just like the the planets the blood has its own purpose and its own frequency, its own life purpose. It carries a frequency and a frequency is a purpose. When something carries a, uh, a frequency, it is its purpose. And the purpose for us as, uh, gods over our bodies, essentially, or, or creators within our bodies is to align with the frequency of blood and say, you know, are we in harmony And, and how am I 
holding myself back from that harmony within my blood? And how am I holding myself back from allowing my liver to express its greatest harmony with the rest of the system? I'm I'm kind of moving into a, a slightly different direction here where I'm being shown uh, this is why sound is such a powerful healing modality as we move forward as more conscious creators because uh, sound vibrations, we can tune our specific organs to specific frequencies. And when we listen to sound, uh, we can attune our physical bodies to the greatest harmony that is available within them. Uh, this is when we are in the frequency of the heart, the heart has the capacity to attune the entire physical body. It's sort of like the central, uh, I don't want to call it the central sun because it's not quite that, but it's, it's like the central gravitational pull of our whole body. Don't quite know how to express really what I'm seeing, but it is, it is the God uh, of our physical bodies. And so when we can attune our whole body to heart frequency, um, this is actually what's happening when we are in such a, an elevated space. Oh, this is why, you know, we learn heart coherence because, uh, the mind being in coherence with the heart is really what can create those spontaneous healings. So tuning mm. into the heart is more than just this idea of a spiritual concept. It's actually, um, it's actually a, a, a measurable frequency. And, you know, so many of us know this, but, uh, and science knows this, but it's a measurable frequency, but it actually has the capacity to attune to the greatest alignment, the rest of the physical body. That is, that is actually the power of the heart space. It is on a vibrational level capable of attuning every other aspect of the physical body into its highest capacity. Helia, that one little question really set off like a whole cascade. Just let me channel questions for, <laughs> for your channel. <laughs> Oof. Oof. I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs>